Hello and welcome to the Missing Peas podcast. This is a place where we discuss making peace with our mind, body and soul, usually over a cup of tea. So I encourage you to pop your kettle on and join me with a brew. Thank you for listening. Hello everybody, welcome back to The Missing Piece. I hope you have a brew of some sort nearby, hopefully. I know I do, so I um, yeah, be aware that I will be sloping on that today. That is going to be one of those episodes. But today it's um, a slightly different episode, I guess. I think the energy feels a bit different with it because it's, I guess it's a little bit like a mini motivational speech pep talk kind of thing. I'm not sure how to phrase it, but I wanted to talk today about, well, what I believe or what I know. I really, this is something I know. I'm telling you, I know this, (laughs) but that we are all a creative being. We are creative beings in this world and we have the ability to create the life that feels nourishing and fulfilling to us. And this isn't about just doing the traditionally creative things, the artsy, the craftsy type things. To me, it's about what it feels like, should I say. It's like it feels it feels like doing the things that make you feel truly alive. The things that are inside you that are, you know, wanting to come out. The things that feel really inspirational. The things that just make you feel joyful, that feel expanded, that literally makes life feel pretty magical and cool. And, you know, this doesn't have to be the big grandiose things or creating a career out of this. It's it's not really about that. It could be very unassuming, but it's about doing the things that light you up, essentially, and that we have the ability to to know what these are. Sometimes that can be difficult to find, which I'll talk about, but but yeah, we are able to access these within us and really well actually I'll just I'll just talk well I'll just share what I wanted to share to actually get this going. And that is an extract from a book called Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. The kind of um what do you call it at the bottom when they've got kind of like a more extended title. So it's like Big Magic, Creative Living Beyond Fear. And this is the third time that I'm reading this book, which is a massive honor because I do rarely finish books. I buy a lot of books. I get maybe halfway through, sometimes not even that, and I get distracted and move on to something else, particularly in the kind of self-help, personal development type genre. But this book makes me feel that feeling of that creative living that she's talking about that I get when I'm podcasting, for example, I get when I'm just dancing by myself in the living room I get when I'm out in nature going for a walk these are just examples of how you live your creative life which is essentially living the life that you your real kind of soul wants you to do and they again they don't have to be big things they can just be little things in the day but why do it this is an extract from this book so just to kind of um give it a little uh little back backstory I guess or just to say what um, she's talking about in the run-up to it but she's talking about how fear is always there on your journey of a creative life Um, she's the author of Eat Pray Love by the way which is like obviously her, her big big novel and film and um, yeah so she's talking about how fear has always been there along the way and it's about accepting that fear um, and the fear can be in the car with you it's allowed to be there. It's allowed to sort of talk and stuff like that, but it's not allowed to take the wheel. And so that's why she talks about the kind of taking the wheel within this extract. 
So the sort of subtitle for it is why it's worth it. It isn't always comfortable or easy carrying your fear around with you on your great and ambitious road trip. I mean, but it's always worth it. Because if you can't learn to travel comfortably alongside your fear, then you'll never be able to go anywhere interesting or do anything interesting. And that would be a pity because your life is short and rare and amazing and miraculous and you want to do really interesting things and make really interesting things while you're here. I know that's what you want for yourself because that's what I want for myself too. It's what we all want. And you have treasures hidden within you, extraordinary treasures, and so do I and so does everyone around us. And bringing those treasures to light takes work and faith and focus and courage and hours of devotion and the clock is ticking and the world is spinning and we simply do not have time anymore to think so small. Ah, I know it may be a little bit twee and cheesy, but I just love it because I do agree with her. I think that's what we all want for our life. And why do it? Because, I mean, we have one life, it's temporary and we want to live it. You know, I often sort of, it's a, maybe a little bit of a, a harsh one, but I, I often do think, what would I think on my deathbed if I didn't do this thing that I'm thinking of doing, such as the podcast, you know? And there can be a lot of fear attached to it. So just to, again, add a little bit to that, how I've kind of succumbed to the fear before my anxiety yesterday as I recorded this episode in full yesterday, I didn't think it was good enough. You know, that perfectionist, um, the perfectionism tendencies kicked in and they're really all based on trying to keep me safe because they don't want me to do anything which is going to maybe embarrass me or um, make people judge me or people not like me because it's that fear of rejection and fear of rejection is such a deep one within us because we, you know, we're um, we're a, a human being that thrived within tribes um, and thrived within a group. And so that social connection is really important to us. But yeah, then that can just run rampant sometimes with my anxiety. So I did delete that episode. But I also, you know, I thought about it and I thought I maybe wasn't in quite the right energy when I recorded it. So, you know, succumbed to it. But at the same time, kind of, I guess I probably just tried to rationalize it or justify it in some way. But I'm here now. So... Yeah, what she's talking about the book, which I fully, fully recommend, by the way. And it was, I think I got it for like three quid from the works. If you're in the UK, kind of like a little cheap book craftsy store. And I just thought, oh, I like that. And I can just read it so quickly. And like I said, it's the third time reading it because it reminds me of really what I think life is about. And it is that creative living and just creating the things that you want in your life. So some examples she uses in the book um, of people that she knows, one of them is a woman who turned 40 and kind of went into a bit of a a midlife crisis as such, but just a reflective time and thought about the last time that she felt such joy in her life and, you know, wanting to bring that back in. And it was when she was a teenager, figure skating, which turned competitive and she kind of lost her love for it, I guess. But that's when she felt that most joy. So she started in her 40s, figure skating just for the hell of it, just for the enjoyment of it, just because it made her feel alive. And so maybe that for you, it doesn't have to be movement based, of course, it can be. um, So it could be, it could be dancing, it could be the figure skating, it could be um, yoga, it could just generally be stretching, could be going for a walk, could be anything, those things that just really make you feel expanded, you know, get you maybe out of your head and more into touch with the world and in connection with the world. 
co-creating with the world I like to see it you kind of um feel like you're a part of something bigger than just that kind of well the smaller less expanded feeling I was going to say the mundane life but I want to talk about that a little bit in well a little bit further down in this podcast as well and another example that she had as well was uh, of this woman as she knows she's a very successful businesswoman and she just gets tattoos loads and loads of tattoos and when she was asking her about it she was just saying that you know what I decided a long time ago that this life is temporary this body is temporary so I'm going to make it the most beautiful basically the most beautiful piece of art that I can and that was just something that she writes in the book and just that she loved it so much you know and that's that's it going okay what is that for me and like I said it could be the movement it could be the tattoos it could be something much less assuming. Maybe that is something that you create. Maybe it's the idea that you just love to create a home that feels so homely and so personal to you. You really enjoy that kind of interior design. Maybe it is something quite traditionally creative as we describe them. Maybe that is a bit of drawing. Maybe you want to go to a drawing class or something like that. Um, maybe it's some, yeah, form of gardening. Um, you just love plants and just creating that beautiful space outside. It's sort of doing the things that you feel passionate about, the things that are, they're not necessary in life, but they are actually necessary in the sense of ex- expanding uh, our connection with life. They're not like, um, oh, I have to do work or I have to do this or I have to do that. It's something that's in addition to all of that, that just spices up your life. And that is what I think we all have the ability to have. We are all creative beings. We can all create this life that we want. And to kind of give another example of it, I guess, is just to think about what it is like when you walk down the street and someone doesn't hold the door open for you. And then a car decides to kind of pull out right in front of you and you have to step back on the pavement. Um, How those situations can affect your mood, affect your energy versus when you walk down the street and someone says hi to you and really gives you eye contact and maybe even a hi how are you and they're just a complete stranger or just one of them little comments that we often say when we're out on a walk I don't know if you guys have that but you know I just think when you're out walking particularly with a dog people just tend to say one-liners and there's something really nice about that so so you are then being affected by someone else's energy there and so your creative living could just be a case of um, being able to share that with someone else if you keep hearing my dog sighing he's on the bed next to me as I record and um, so it could just be that you go out there and go do you know what what's really important to me is to show compassion to others or have some form of human connection and so I'm going to hold that door open for somebody I'm going to let that car go in front of me I'm going to say hi to that person I'm going to do yada 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 and I tell you what, if you can promise that you'll do something like that to yourself, I'm going to say my promise now, which is that I am going to say thank you to the person that I see every week who goes and collects, just just walks down the roadside where I live and collects rubbish because quite a lot gets dumped along that road and he just comes and does it. Um, I don't always go past him, but I've said to myself the next time I go past him, I'm going to say thank you for what he does because that's massive. That's a that's, that's something that affects my life in a really positive way and I want to tell him that. It feels inauthentic not telling him but it's just a bit fearful to sometimes go to a stranger and say something like that so that's my 
promise. <laughs> so if there's anything that you feel like you want to do, I would love to know. And if you could, you know, you can, if you're on Substack, if you're not already, you can sign up. That's free email letters and you get the podcast um, updates as well. But leave me a comment on there. Let me know if there's anything that you're going to commit to doing in terms of that human connection or in, in terms of the creative living in general. But as I said earlier, sometimes it isn't easy to do this because we might often, well, we might not know what that feels like for us. We might just have no idea of it or feel like we can't do it, that we've got some sort of, um, there's a reason why we, we can't access it, potentially financial, for example, if it's like, say you want to go and do classes or or something like that. But, and, and that's, these are completely valid thoughts as well, because these come from, these come from perhaps the love conditioning that we've had in our lives. Um, maybe we've lived in a, a bit of a lack mindset. I know I've definitely, uh, I definitely experienced that, um, that feeling that we just don't have the ability to go and do those things. Um, and yeah, sometimes we can find it really hard to think when the last time was that we felt that feeling of feeling so alive. But even if it involves going back to thinking of your childhood and when those times were that you felt really alive, just have a think about what was involved in those memories. What was it in that experience that made you feel so alive and joyful and free? It's freeing, isn't it? It's a freeing feeling. So if you're not sure, go back into your past and see if there's uh, situations that you feel were there maybe a long time ago and see what how you can bring them into your life now. And as well, it might be that like I said, it might be that you just, um, you don't feel like you can access these things. Um, so maybe it's that you want to go to a particular art class and you just, you can't afford to do it or you don't have the time to do it when it's on or you're working, whatever it is. See if you can find an alternative to it. You know, there is always an alternative if we keep our mind open to the options, which can be difficult, but perhaps it's looking for a free class on YouTube, for example. Um, there are loads of art classes on YouTube and it's just things like that. Maybe your uh, your local council runs free courses. I know that ours does sometimes. So maybe that's something that you could explore, kind of these kind of community um, places, looking at them kind of community serving buildings that often have things on for free. So, yeah. And another way that you could do it as well, if you're not entirely sure, is to think of the things that... Um, other feelings and the things that you do that you don't like doing in your life that do not feel magical, that do not feel good, that do not bring that sense of joy and freedom and um, magic, really big magic. And the one that I'm working on, to give an example, is really my relationship with my phone. And I find that I quite often turn to my phone in those moments of, of quiet, of moments of not doing and that's when I might respond to people's messages. I might go on social media. Yeah, it just becomes a bit addictive. But I know that that is taking up the space of something that could feel more creative to me. And I need to be more boundary with it. So that's something I'm working on. And every time I actually create that space and do not go on my phone, something more creative comes in. I feel more expansive. I have the time to do the things and the energy to do the things that I want to do, such as um, about a week ago, I, I, I printed off a load of photos uh, about like a month ago, like honestly about 200 photos. I was thinking about ways that I wanted to display them in the house. And so I decided, right, okay, just like fuck it, put the phone down for a bit. And um, I went on, well, I put the phone down, got the laptop out, <laughs> bit of tech, but I went on Pinterest to see what people did for kind of photo collages and um, collages, color, 
Isn't it weird when you actually try and a word that you know, but then when you say it over and over, it's a bit weird. Collage, collages. Don't know how you say it. It's a plural. <laughs> Collage. But yeah, I went on there for some inspiration, and then I spent a couple of hours putting some po- um, photo collage. <laughs> photo displays up on the walls in my house and I really really loved doing it it felt so freeing and lovely and I put some music on and I really enjoyed it and I felt really in that moment and that was you know that is also the definition of that creative living is it can just be something that might seem a little innocuous something that might not seem that big it's not the big grandiose I'm fulfilling my dream to go and travel around the world kind of thing which is great as well, but it's also something you can access right now. And there is a way of accessing it um, in more of a, you know, a cheap freeing way as well. And like I said earlier as well, I'm really proud I remember these things that I said that I was going to talk about (laughs) earlier on 10 minutes ago. And um, what I wanted to talk about was how I believe we can bring this feeling of big magic into our everyday life. I'm talking about those everyday routines that we have, you know, our morning routine, whatever it is before going to work, whatever work is, whatever after work is, because I think quite often, and I know myself, I've got stuck in this before, is we can start to really focus on just living for the weekend or maybe some evenings, but how can we bring that feeling of magic into everyday life, into all of those moments of all of those parts of our life? And if you haven't already listened to the episode a couple of weeks ago, which was about thriving through change, I would encourage that because some of the stuff that I'm talking about there really is quite similar to how I, what I'm going to share here now, because, but but, but with a bit more description, I guess, Um, because it's a similar thing in being able to be present with change and not try and just shove away our life essentially and wait for the next good thing, big thing to happen. It's about living right now, being present, being accepting of the moment, being grateful as well of the things that we have. But, you know, if we actually think about what our life consists of and about 99% of our life consists of these things, these ordinary daily life, not like the, the big life events that we think of or the things that we wait for, those big events. It's, it's right here, it's right now. So how can we bring that in? And that could be as simple as, like I said, what I'm working on in creating the phone boundaries and what what space that leaves for something to come in, Um, which is one of the massive things is being able to create space for that creative life and living and those treasures within you to come out. Maybe those little dreams or those big dreams, you know, to create the, the space and the time to allow those to flow through us. So that's something that I would encourage and, and yeah, listen back to that podcast. But how do we bring it into everyday life? Yeah. So like I mentioned, definitely acceptance work, definitely gratitude work. These are things that have worked for me. Again, take what sounds good to you or what resonates with you and, and leave the rest. But I, it's it's really about finding that thread of magic in everything. And to me, that is really about being present with everything that's around us rather than kind of being sort of stuck in our, in our heads, essentially. Um, but it could just be focusing on mindfulness and looking at, yeah, what can I see? What can I hear? What can I touch? And so on. Um, just to bring it into the present, being fully there when we're having a conversation with somebody. Maybe work isn't quite what we want it to be, or 
you know, we're, we're looking to change it or I don't know, just in general, it's you're there resisting having to work for money, for example. How can you make work actually something that you enjoy? Maybe you have an office and you can create that, um, you can bring that interior design type feeling into it. What what will make you feel good in your office, like photos or just um, being able to bring in some ornaments or whatever decorations you're allowed to bring in, something like that maybe. Create that space, that's your home there because, you know, we spend a lot of our times at work and so we might as well enjoy them. Can you take the time to really get to know colleagues, um, be really present with them, you know, have meaningful conversations with them? Maybe that's something that you can focus on. But it's trying to just go or just to give you the idea that there are options out there. So how can you create that in your life? And I actually see the word create as something that we can um, exchange control for. Because you know how we talk about um, or quite often, you know, think like how you know we want to control our life and I, I know that feeling can get really stuck in that but we are able to control how we view our life and we are able to control how we how we see things and not always the external things and you know it's a whole different conversation to to really think about the actions that we've taken in the past and how they brought us to where we are you know that's a big one um something to consider but but yeah just for the scope of this episode really um just to be aware of essentially what these things are for you what ways can you start to perhaps reflect and retrain some thoughts in your mind what thoughts are serving you what thoughts aren't serving you because they are going to be a way of creating your life because that's how you are viewing your day so you're creating the feelings that you want in your day and so that's kind of you know it's it's the the things that we can control but rather than it feeling like that a word of control which can feel like I don't know I think it can just have a bit of a um a lower vibration or maybe like a negative um association with it I guess because it's all about that control 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 to control things in our life maybe it's triggering for you so perhaps changing it to create because that's something that we can you know create and the beauty of all this to me as well is that we are taking back our power wherever we've been given our power or whatever we're giving our power to, we can bring it back and say, okay, where do I choose to harness, what do I choose to harness my power with towards, I've lost my words there, but, you know, using my power to create the existence that I want in life, the experience that I want in life. And bearing in mind, like I said earlier about that smiling at someone down the street, we are powerful, we have energy and we create ripples in the world around us. So perhaps we can consider how our ripples, um, where our ripples go and how they expand out from us um, without having to put pressure on to go, you were in a bad mood that day and you must have really affected somebody in that sense. You know, it's not about that because, you know, compassion is really important too. But it's it's really taking that uh, the control, but in a creative way, back of your life. So yeah, overall, what am I trying to say? <laughs> Read Big Magic by Liz Gilbert, if this is something, or Elizabeth Gilbert, should I say, if this is something that interests you because it just makes me feel so expansive and so alive. And that is just, to me, I don't care if it sounds cheesy or twee or whatever this episode is like. I do care a little, which is why I deleted the first episode. But in general, as I'm recording right now, I feel really inspired to share all this. And so I would recommend reading that book, really, really would. If you've got any questions about it, do just let me know. And um, all the links of how you can message me or voice note me or whatever below. But yeah, 
as well, just as a reminder, summing this all up, that you are a creative being. We are all creative beings that have the ability to impact our own lives. And we all have these things that we want to create in our life and feel passionate about. And they can be the big things, they can be the small things, they can be whatever they are, but they are the things that make us feel alive, that make us feel expanded, that make us feel that there is more to life. So yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode, everybody. I'd love to know what you think. As you're listening, if you're listening when this is released, I will be, gosh, about uh, just under halfway through a silent meditation course of a Vipassana 10-day course. Oh, I'm going to talk about this in an episode. Oh, that's my plan anyways right now. Who knows what I'll feel like on the other side of that. I've done one before, but this will be my second one. And um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. But interestingly, as I ramble away, as you listen, I will be in complete silence. <laughs> so yeah, anyways, everybody, I hope you are having a, a lovely day and have enjoyed this episode and I would love to know what you think so please do reach out uh, via the links below. Thanks for listening, bye! Just before you go I wanted to say another big thank you for listening and if you would be able to support the podcast I would really ask this favour of being able to share the episode or the podcast or to rate on Spotify or even review on Apple as these are great ways to get my podcast out there to more people. I'm not on social media anymore sharing my podcast so your support is really really vital. Thank you so, so much. And there are other links below if you want to explore my Substack letter or even to buy me a tea. Thank you, everyone. Bye.